You are listening to Empower Me with Aerie. Hey, kings and queens, royal people. This is Queen Aerie. I wanted to get on here to remind us of this truth. The Bible talks about do not fear in Psalms 27 verse 1. It says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? That verse is so powerful. It is packed with so much revelation and depth within that one verse. And I want us to realize this. The Lord is our light, our guide. He's our salvation, our savior. Who shall we fear? When God is on our side, you better believe that all things are going to work together for the good because we know the Holy Spirit's on the inside of us and God knows that we love him and he loves us. So we have to keep in mind who is our savior. There's none greater than him. There's none bigger than him. There's none that have won more battles than him. We have to understand that he's undefeated and guess what? He is our guide. We are alive in him. We live in him. You all, and so I want to just really just share this verse with anyone that's dealing with the spirit of fear. I know that at times I do, and I have to remind myself that God is leading me. He's my guide. He is the creator. The creator is leading me. The creator is covering me, is protecting me. I'm under his wings. I live in under his shelter, in his shelter. When we really be, begin to get a revelation of that, fear will begin to fall off of us because as 2 Timothy 1 verse 7 says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. And actually, I believe it's the New International Version. It says, it doesn't even mention about what he didn't give. It says, God has given us his spirit. The spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. He's given us that spirit, Holy Spirit. And so that's what should be dominant in our lives. So I just pray right now in the name of Jesus, Father, I would just lift up your children to you, God. And I thank you, Father, that you are the God that protects. You are the God that covers. You are the God that gives revelation. You are the God that does not leave a child abandoned or as an orphan, but you are the God that says, I created you and I'm going to lead you, guide you and protect you. And the more that we begin to grasp that revelation, that you really can begin to allow um, love to come in and fear to run out. We thank you that we are love beings. We are light beings. We are whole because you are in us and you made us whole. And wholeness is of every good thing, Father. And we just thank you that we really begin to receive what you've already done and embrace your truth, Father. It says that prophecies will fail and, and the earth will pass away, but your word is what will last forever because your word is you. So, Father, we just embrace everything that you're saying. And I pray for every single person that's listening to this, that will listen to this, Father, everybody. Thank you that they're covered, kept, and that this message blesses them. We give you the praise, the glory, and the honor in Jesus' name. Stay encouraged, kings and queens. Remember to, remember to renew your mind. It is the gold mine. Love you. Empower me with Ari.
Hey kings and queens, royal people, this is Queen Harry. Listen, I'm on here to encourage us with this. And so um, as I was praying and, and just seeking God's face, I began to hear him say, no more competition. How we have to address the issue of competition that we have in the body of Christ. And I had to begin to repent and say, Father, forgive me for competing with body members, for competing with our body members, my body members. We are the body of Christ. At times we can subconsciously or even intentionally or unintentionally begin to compete with members. And a lot of times when a person may do that, that is a lot of times it's orchestrated out of fear, you know, rooted out of fear or could potentially be out of jealousy or envy or whatever the situation may be. It could be a lack of identity that a person has or that a person is um, choosing kind of to block out their identity that God's given them. So therefore, they're looking at another part of the body when God is saying, focus on what I've chosen for you to do. And as we begin to really focus on what God has chosen for us to do, guess what? The body is going to function more properly. God is looking for a functional body. But we will we be intentional about repentance? Will we be intentional about saying, God, you know what? I lift up my hand and I ask you to do a a check on this ligament, you know, a check on this arm, a check on this foot, a check on this leg, a check on this finger. I ask you to do a check on the part of the body that you have given me stewardship to go ahead and keep. God, we come before you. My God, that is the heart that we have to have. Father, we come before you in repentance. We come before you humbly and we say, Father, check the part of the body that you've given me rulership over to begin to operate so that I'm a good steward over what you've set before me. Lord, I repent if I have not cared for it carefully, if I have not you know, paid attention to the functions, the roles, the responsibilities, the assignments that you've given me to do in this life, in this season, in this hour. I repent, Father. And the prayer should be help me to begin to see clear, to see and hear clearly that I can focus on the assignment. I can focus on the function that you've created for me to focus on because this is about kingdom. And so God is looking for a, a, a body that will repent, you know, a body that will, will say, you know what, I, I messed up. And even if it was intentionally again or unintentionally, have a heart to say, you know, what, God, I'm, I'm not sure if I have, but check my heart and see if there's something there so that you can cleanse it because I want to be the functional part of the body. And if we all take that stance, guess what? There's going to be movement. There's going to be great transition. There's going to be great manifestation of God throughout this land. That is what God is looking about. It is not about how big I can be on this platform. It's not about how big, you know, I can, um, how, how great my, just my voice is with, with downplaying the voice of the Lord. Because what we have to understand is we're vessels chosen by God. And he is the power source and that will never change. There's only one head on that body. (laughs) There's only one head. We hear a lot of analogies or a lot of um, teachings that that say, you know, I'm the head and and you are are the other parts of the body. That is, that's not scriptural. There's 
one head, which is Jesus Christ. There's the head. It, there's a reason why it's called the body of Christ. Okay, and so there's a there's a body that's moving, and there's arms and fingers, and we think about our body and toes and knees and organs and hearts and kidneys. We're all parts of that body that signifies that we all have a part to play, to cause function and to cause God to be visible throughout this land. So unless we take time to seek you know, the face of the Lord and to say, Lord, what is it that you uh, want me to do even greater in this time? Or show me how I can get back on my God path. You know, unless we do that, we literally are downplaying what Jesus died for. So I just pray that this message just penetrated the heart of whomever's listening and that you could begin to say, you know what, I'm going to do a heart check. I'm going to do a heart check because God is saying no more competition in my body. The war is not supposed to be against each member within the body. It's a spiritual war against light and darkness, but we already know that we won. But the reminder is that it is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, rules of darkness. Every high thing that tries to exalt itself against the knowledge of God, anything that is against God and his kingdom, against our father, against our kingdom, against what we stand for. That is what the stand is against, okay? It's not against your brother or your sister. It's not against the the leg and the the toe is 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 fighting the leg. That's not what it's about. God is saying, "Will you repent?" So I had to come on here and share this with you because there's such a sweet smelling fragrance when there's synergy, when there's unity. God is in the unity. When we unite, things happen. The day of Pentecost, what happened? Unity occurred. We have to understand when two walk together, something amazing can happen when they're headed in the right direction on the same vision, same path. So let this mind be in us that is also in Christ Jesus, okay? Because the identity and authority that God has given us is real and it's true. But will we carry out our purpose in the body and root our member, sister, brother, on? You can do it. You can do it. Handle yours. Handle yours. And stay on our God path. Something to think about, kings and queens. So stay encouraged. Remember to renew your mind. It is the gold mine. Love you all.